Hi guys, this is Sammy dropping in before this week's show to let you know this was recorded before the death of Eddie Van Halen. We'd like to send our condolences out to his family, friends and fans and to let you know next week's show will be a tribute to Eddie Van Halen's life. Thank you. I'm Sammy Hardon. And I'm Jay Jovi. How you going this week? How you going, crew? How you going, guys out there? It's getting warmer, isn't it? Coming it's into getting summer. getting warmer. Summer in my... Australia. It's bloody yeah. coming into winter in the Northern Hemisphere. It is. It is. And I did my big walk today. You've started running again. We're all happening in the summertime. That's right. I'm going to do another ah. 200 k's in October. I can't wait. I'm 11 k's in. Oh, good. That's yeah. fantastic. Won't be able to walk tomorrow. So this episode has come to us from one of your friends, honey. Yeah, big listener to the show. Her name's Danielle. She lives up north in Atherton, which is a little area behind Cairns where I grew up. Uh, far north Queensland for everybody overseas. Um, we always encourage our listeners to get in touch with us if they've got a great idea for a show. This one was too good to pass up. Fucking uh, incredible. Now, Danielle, Danielle loves the show. She listens in the car whenever she's driving anywhere in the country up there. And she knows that Sammy loves Cynthia Rhodes, don't you, Sammy? Cynthia mm-hmm. Rhodes from bloody mm-hmm. the Rosanna film clip and bloody yes. Penny from Staying Dirty Alive. Dancing. Yeah. That's right. And Danielle had an idea, a fantastic idea that we couldn't pass up, to do video vixens, video vixens of the 80s. Unbelievable. And now a video vixen is like a, was like a bit of a phenomenon. It started sort of in the 80s being the film clip generation or the beginning of that big wave. And it was when, you know, bands or a singer would get 
basically a hot chick for their clip and it would sort of sort of launch that that actress's career you know often they were picked out of obscurity like they weren't professional actresses or models or anything sometimes they were sometimes they were dancers and stuff but then those guys the songs would basically become a huge hit and those guys would go on to other things and sort of they'd be like it girls and stuff during the 80s wouldn't they well, that's it. And, I mean, for myself as a little... And thank you, Danielle, for actually knowing us well enough to even consider something like this. Um, as a little girl, I used to watch these women and wonder how they got the job. Like, how did they get a gig on a on a video clip and they were always interesting looking? Yeah. But I loved it because I think there was... It was like a real job that you could get if you were a little girl. Maybe I could be a video vixen in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And they always sort of projected a lot of confidence and I mean a lot of them, <laughs> you know, a lot of them it's sort of all focused on the boobs and the hair and the makeup and everything but they were always like confident and they were always the sort of object of affection in the clip. Well, that so, is the, the, the point. They're, they've been hired for their looks, right? That's right. Which is yeah. a tough call because when you get older, what the fuck do you do? So the ones we're going to talk about today have actually gotten through the whole dark side of being older and doing shit with their life. Like I, I can't tell you how surprised I was to hear about a couple of them and how successful they are now. Yeah, that's right, yeah. For a lot of these guys or for a lot of these ladies, it's um, like a springboard for the rest of their career, you know. Uh, so a lot of them went on to bigger and better things. Some of them went in a really crazy direction and sort of their lives really sort of, uh, it all went a bit pear-shaped. So we're going to look at those as well. It's interesting to reflect, isn't it? Well, hence having the opening song White Snake. Yeah. Here I go again. That's Everyone right. loved this chick. Everyone loved this chick. It got to a stage where people were bringing posters of her to the gigs, White Snake gigs. Yeah. All right. What was her name? Her name was Tawny Katan. Yeah, fantastic. Is that how you'd pronounce it, honey? Tawny Katan, I guess. Yeah. 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 I reckon that's, I mean, it's such a cute name. It's like a sort of um, a bogan respelling of kitten or something, isn't it? Like Katan. Yeah. I had a litter of Catans and <laughs> um, we drowned some of them but we kept one so and we called it Tawny. Anyway, Tawny, yeah. was, Tawny was bloody gorgeous. She was amazing and she was, of course, in the Here I Go film clip, the, the song that we opened the show with. She would eventually um, – I'm not sure, did they marry or did they just have a relationship, Sammy? They married, honey. They married. David Coverdale, yeah. the, the lead singer, Abs of course. Yeah, she did. She became quite an important part of Whitesnake's career, if yeah. anything. Yeah. So the backstory is Tawny was going out with the Rat guitarist Robin Crosby, who was with Rat. <laughs> the guitarist from Rat, not – he wasn't a fucking giant rat that played a guitar. That's right. It wasn't. That wasn't <laughs> yeah. a giant yeah. rat. But she was – Dating him, I think they lived together. This is going back in 69, I think. Jesus. Uh, it might not have been. It might have been. She did all their album covers anyway. So she was a, sort of a – the start of her career ended up with Rat. She used to cut the boy's hair at the house. She we went to see involved. Rat, didn't we, years yeah, ago? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I thought. At Billboards, remember? Yeah, you remember? went to Billboards, yeah. 
But we I don't know it. if... We would have been off our face. I was rolling you around. You were off your face, I remember. <laughs> and that's the thing about rat. The drugs sort of got on top of them and they didn't become a white snake or a Bon Jovi because they were just huge drug takers. Yeah. Which they kind of look back at now and think, oh, well, that's that sort of happened. Mm. But Robin, she was dating. He eventually died of HIV uh, but she kept in contact with him right up until he died and they were like soulmates, these wow. two. So before we even get into White Snake, she was going out with this rat guy. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> ah, makes me laugh every time you say that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But then the next thing she did was she toured with Van Halen for three years. Fantastic. Got in the tour bus and she mm-hmm. was going out with the manager of Van Halen. Oh, my God. Pete Angelos. Yeah. Now, Pete Angelos is now managing the Black Crows, I think. Hmm. Uh, so he's quite successful but they went out for a while and she basically got to know everyone in Van Halen. She says they're the best rock and roll band ever, ever that's ever existed. Uh, and she basically just went around on this on this bus with them until they sort of broke up. Yeah, yeah. Oftentimes they, the, the video vixens of the 80s, they were incredibly influential or, or had the potential mm. to be hugely inf- influential. You know, they were very compelling. They had a sort of, they had a sort of untouchable quality to them, which is sort of why a lot of these acts sort of picked them up for their clips. Because you know, if you could sort of capture some of that essence on on screen, it'd make for a gl- great clip. And 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 Tony Katane's a, a really huge example of that one. Yeah, and she was hanging – she's like rock and roll royalty. She knows everything about everything because she wasn't in the drug scene at all in the 80s. Um, She wasn't uh, at all on drugs because at the tail end, when she got with uh, David from Whitesnake, they had gone through their rehab so they were off the drugs by this stage. Right. And – David Coverdale had come from Deep Purple and this was his second comeback. You know, this was a time where he owed $2 million in in houses and, and record companies. So this was a time where they really had to knuckle down. Oh. And Tawny just came along and she kind of choreographed the videos where she was doing the backflips over the cars, mm. um, over the Jaguar. And basically... She couldn't dance. She wasn't really a dancer. She she was never a stripper. She was basically a gymnast. So what she did is she did a forward a, a walkover over the Jags and that was it. But David used to say to her, I want you to come to meetings and I want you to say what you think, right? And she was a Leo. Tawny was a Leo. So she obviously looks like a fucking lion in the video clip. The hair? And she... The hair is very Leo and she's, you know, a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. She, they were looking for a manager of Van Halen and she, and uh, they all the boys wanted to use, what's his name from Kiss? Doc McGee. So they wanted to use Doc McGee and she was the one that said, nah, he's managing Bon Jovi, he's managing Motley Crue, uh, he's, he's obviously got Kiss on board. White Snake are not going to end up with Doc. So she made that decision, believe it or not. Yeah. So wow. you're right in saying she had a lot of say. Yeah. Yeah. 
Very interesting, isn't it? Um, in, and what is she doing these days, do you know, Tawny? She does a little bit of acting. She ended up doing a, a, a movie called Bachelor Party in the 80s. Yeah, there was a movie yeah. she was in. Uh, she's pretty much set up, you know. Mm. She's got all this money now and and she lives in a beautiful house in L.A., uh, I think she sees a new guy and he – no, 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 she was married to someone else. She never had kids with David. She had two kids with a guy that was a – I can't remember if he was a professional sportsman or something. Yeah. And then now she's sort of – I think she might be single and on her own. But she just does interviews now. She's incredible at doing oh, interviews. Oh, incredible. fantastic. She'd have a lot of amazing stories to tell, I, I imagine. She has a lot of amazing stories and she remembers everything and she goes, you know, I read the Motley Crue book and I think that's bullshit, that didn't happen because everyone was so drug fucked. Yeah. She actually remembers it. Right. You know? Very good. So she, she reckons the whole industry look at that book and go, yeah, that sort of didn't happen. Yeah. Um, and you, you do have to be really careful to think, okay, are these people telling the truth or are they a bit bitter and twisted? But she seems quite normal to me. Yeah, right. I guess she's got nothing to prove, has she? Well, she did have a stint on Celebrity Rehab, which was yep. a show with all the celebrities on, you know, that were in rehab. But I loved her and I loved her as a kid and I loved her because she wasn't blonde and she wasn't your normal blonde bombshell that they had in videos at the time. She was yeah. quite different. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And she would be number one, I reckon, video vixen. Well, yeah, after Cynthia Rhodes, I guess. Nah, she'd be bigger than Cynthia Rhodes. Reckon. Absolutely. Because Cynthia go. only really did one video. Right. So Cynthia was more of an actress, but the one video she did set her up. Yeah, yeah. Now, was Cynthia Richard Mark's wife? Is that right? Used to be, not anymore. Used to be, right, okay. Yeah, yeah right. they had a couple of kids. Okay, well, look. If you guys out there are still sort of trying to get your head around the concept of video vixens, more more sort of obvious examples would be, say, Courtney Cox from Dancing in the Dark, Bruce Springsteen, yeah, pulls her out of the crowd and so forth. Um, she would obviously go on and have an incredible career, but we've spoken about her quite a bit. Another example would be, say, Christy Brinkley with um, uh, Billy, Billy Joel. Girl. Yeah, Uptown yep. Girl. Um, you know, and, and she was sort of the, you know, girl in the film clip and would go on to bigger and better things. I think she was already famous at that stage. And, yeah, um, she was. So they're sort of, you know, obvious 80s versions. A lot of these that we'll, we'll mention, you probably won't know their names, but you will know who they are if you're an, if you're an 80s buff like us. So um, Yeah, I, I reckon a lot of people will know yeah. most of them. Fantastic. You can't really hear a White Snake record without thinking Tawny. No, that's right. Yeah. You know. No, that's right. Now, you're talking for a second about Motley Crue. Um, that'll bounce us into our next few that I was looking at.
is uh, Sharice Neal. Now, she would actually marry Vince. Um, she was in the Girls, Girls, Girls film clip. Girls, Girls, Girls film clip, I'm not sure if you remember. Um, it was set sort of in and around like a titty bar, you know, and they're the girls. Um, and so it did, it did have a lot of sort of dancers and real life strippers and stuff in the clip. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of them, a lot of them, because they were so sort of made up, and I guess the quality of the film wasn't super high def like it is these days, they don't really know for sure who actually was in the clip and who wasn't. Like, since since this time, there's a million girls and apparently there was, like, you know, hundreds of strippers on, on the strip in LA were like, oh, yeah, we're in the Girls, Girls, Girls film clip. And they were probably bullshitting, you know? One of them that for sure who was in the clip was Sharice Neal. She'd marry Vince. They'd stay together for six years. Um, and she would obviously keep the surname because it's probably, you know, probably the biggest thing she's ever done. Um, was married <laughs> was, was married, uh, Vin, <laughs> married Vince. Um, but there was another one that was in the Girls, Girls, Girls film clip by Motley Crue. And her name was Marjorie, Marjorie Ann Auburn. Go and type into Google Marjorie Ann Auburn. Auburn spell O-R-B-I-N. Uh, Marjorie kind of <laughs> went a little bit downhill after the Girls, Girls, Girls film clip. You've got to sort of see a before and after photo of her on- online. We'll pop one on our social media. Um, poor old thing. Looks like she's had a rough trot. She, she actually uh, married a guy, changed her mind, murdered him, chopped him up. Oh, Got rid of him and uh, is now serving a life sentence in jail. Yeah. That Poor did old thing. happen. Yeah. Full on the old chopping up the body. I get the I get the sort of like, oh, God. You know, I get the kind of everyone gets annoyed with their partner, don't they? So I get the, <laughs> I, 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 get it, I get the fucking sort of crime of passion, but then like fucking chopping up the body and hiding it and everything. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not good, is it? Yeah, nice one, Marjorie. Well, Marjorie, I mean, I never looked at Marjorie and wanted to be Marjorie. The video vixen to me was someone that wasn't a stripper. That was, you know, I loved the ones that actually had some dancing experience as far as they did other things, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was more of a concept for me. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, no, I don't remember watching any of the Motley Crue chicks, but... Was she the one that had the baby with Vince and the baby died? Cherise, that was Sharice. So Sharice, the, there were two I just mentioned. The first one was Sharice. Yeah, the one that um, was with Vince. Yes, yeah, they did have a little girl. She died. Um, oh, horrible. Uh, yeah, I don't even, I think she died at about two years of age of, of yeah. leukaemia or something yeah. from, from memory. Yeah, yeah that, no, that was it was. very sad. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. that's in that Motley Crue movie. When you watch that, you get to see all that. Right. In the movie. 
Yeah. Which yeah. was a good movie. I loved the Motley Crue movie. Don't get me wrong at all. Did you read uh, The Dirt? Did you read the book? No. No, I'm not a huge hair metal. Maddie did. Yeah. I'm not a huge hair metal fan. The book was actually good. Yeah, the book the book was good. I mean, it's sort of um I mean, it's written written by a sort of drug addled rocker after all. He would have had a sort of ghostwriter and stuff with him as well. It's not bad. The movie is. <laughs> the movie's not great. Um, yeah, I'm not a huge fan. The thing about the movie that really fucking drove me crazy um, is that the boys, I think Vince may have been one of the producers on it and he basically if you're bankrolling, like if you're one of the executive producers and you're sort mm-hmm. of bankrolling the project, you get final say of casting and – Vince cast the, – the guy that Vince cast as himself was like this fucking, you know, buff model with like the the same hair but was like a buff model otherwise. And it's like, oh, fuck off, you e- egotistical cunt. We can, we can all see what you look like in the clips. Yeah, like, look, no he, g- he was nowhere near as attractive, no, was he? No, yeah. no. Yeah, well, back in the day he was buff, yeah, yeah. I but, think um, he was way too pretty. Yeah, no. Oh God, he. Yeah, he's so fucking full on now. Looking, they they were well, all very what, yeah. pretty because of the 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 awesome makeup that they used to wear. Yeah, I love the fact that you know sometimes I guess if you're the producer and you're putting dollars into it, you get to put. You know, I mean, I'd cast myself as fucking. Who would you cast yourself as? I wouldn't go with an ugly. You know what I mean. Yeah, I know, but it's it's um, actually it, w- it was I think it was Nikki Six. I think it may have been Nikki Six that that was one of the producers and did that because I know the Nikki character um, he was, was like a, a gorgeous model as well, and Nikki wasn't. Oh, uh, that's who I'm talking about. Nikki right. was Nick the Nikki Six. Yeah, Nikki oh, Six. Oh, really? Oh, sorry, right, sorry, guys was, out there, if you disagree, I <laughs> yeah. I'm not into Nikki Six. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what Tawny was saying. He was saying, you know, we don't know. You know, Nikki used to say a lot of stuff, and she was like, "No, that didn't happen." Yeah, yeah. Um, especially with the nickname of the guy from Rat that she dated, his nickname was King, and he said that he named him King, and that wasn't the truth. Right. Okay. So drugs and rock and roll don't really mix when it comes to storytelling, you know. And people sort of, you know, people in retrospect love to sort of tweak things to sort of, you know, make themselves more like a bigger character in in history, don't Mm. they, you know. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Cute. All right, so let's get on to uh, Cynthia Rhodes then since we mentioned her. Fuck yeah. Go for it. So a lot of my girls are either Virgos, Scorpios or Leos, which is incredible. I, I, a lot of Virgos, which doesn't surprise me because uh, I was very attracted to them visually. I thought they were just incredibly magnetic and just had this fantastic look about it. Cynthia Rhodes is actually a Scorpio. She's 63 now, uh, which is probably one of the oldest video vixens that we kind of talk about today. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are a little bit younger. Mm. And um, she was born in Nashville, Tennessee, November the 21st, 1956. 
Fantastic. And she she did married Richard Marks. She was Tina Tech in Flashdance. Yep. She was uh, Jackie in Staying Alive. I love that movie. And, of course, Penny and Dirty Dancing. But where we first saw her was the Rosanna video by Toto. Yeah. Which Which um, was about Rosanna Arquette, you told me last week. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely about Rosanna Arquette. It wasn't a video I really – she had longer hair in that video. It Mm -hmm. wasn't a video where I went, oh, my God, this woman's amazing. It wasn't until I got to Flashdance – where I went, fucking what's this woman? She's incredible, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you, and you would see the flash dance singles come out with all of the girls in it. Uh, but she was a dancer. She was a professional dancer. She could sing as well. She ended up joining um, our mates, Anna Motion, there at the end there of their career. Because mm-hmm. uh, she could sing. The girl could sing and she was just gorgeous looking. Yeah, wonderful. And gone, I think she's retired now. Yeah. She's got a couple of kids. A lot of them do retire. It's how they retire though. Do they retire with a drug problem or do they retire and become gardeners, you know? Like you, it's so interesting the stories that you, you see. Yeah, yeah, that's right. What's, um, um, what's the one from Robert Palmer video? Is it Mac somebody? Uh, Mac, M-A-K. She was one of the models from not simply irresistible, but um, addicted to love, and she no actually idea, she actually did go on to be a gardener. She um, mm. started this, yeah. She started this big in sort the of city, yeah. In 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 London, New York. She sta- was it New York? Was it? I thought I think it was it's London. New York. Matt Gilchrist, that's right. Matt Gilchrist, so maybe London. I'm not sure, honey. Yeah. Um, I'm just thinking it would be London, seeing as he's he's uh, you know British, isn't he? Yeah, he's British. Yeah. Um, it could be London. Yeah. Anyway, so Matt Gilchrist, you know, she you, you kind of don't you think of those girls in the Robert Palmer videos, and and they had that sort of really iconic '80s look, like they're they're a big. They're probably the most interesting about thing about Robert Palmer is the the, the girls oh. in that clip. You think Robert Palmer, you think the girls in those that, those clips. Addicted to love and exactly. simply irresistible. So uh, Matt Gilchrist, she was one of the. She was playing. Um, I think she was. She wasn't the drummer. I can't remember which one she was. But um, yeah, she would sort of turn her back on everything after a little while. And she started a gardening project where it, she had this great idea to plant edible plants at bus stops throughout yes, throughout right. the city, so that sort of homeless people and poor people could um, come and have a feed. I think that's fucking yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. I never saw it in England. She was the bass player. Yeah, Maddie said. Ah. I never saw them in England, but um, I think it's a great idea and it's sort of starting to happen a bit in Australia now too. Yeah, yeah. Where they're having communal gardens and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, you sort of, I mean, you look back at old photos of uh, Mac from from sort of now and then. She's very sort of earthy now, as you can imagine, Um, you know, being into her gardening and being a sort of earth mother and so forth. But, um, yeah, you know, smoking hot chick back in the day. 
Yeah, see, now, for me, that was a concept, not so much a video fixing. Like, I never looked at those girls and went, oh, I want to be like the cunt in a fucking orange ribbon. I was like, oh, they're okay. But it was more of a concept. Right. So you never really got to know them all individually. It was just like they made Robert Palmer look fantastic. Yeah. But I still didn't like the songs. I was like, oh, really? Oh, don't you? No. I don't like Addicted no. to Love. I do like Simply Irresistible. I love Simply Irresistible. Yeah. Um, I never yeah. got into him. Yeah, right. Never sort of, never sort of, uh, I liked, he had a song called Years Ago I Didn't Mean to Turn You On, which was a fucking great song. Yeah, And yeah. that was the better song, but it was obviously more commercial. But the thing is, when they had those girls do those videos, they had an American video, like the commercials started to use it. Like we had fucking, what was it, Tony Nissen in Australia did Tony White is insatiable. Like we had, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. Chicks that kind of they took the concept in commercials and if you look in the on the internet now that concept is huge even among bloody school high school projects and shit you know yeah that's right it's 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 oftentimes been referred to copy, sort of copied and referred to those, those clips you know they they were yeah. quite iconic i remember you're, you might remember Shania Twain did like a, she did the reverse, yeah. remember, with uh, Men I Feel Like a Woman. The guys, yeah. 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 Which Fucking was funny. Shania Twain. <laughs> Mate. Uh, yeah, like cute, but I just wasn't into it. It wasn't sexy enough for me. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. They looked so nah, fucking bored. they needed bored. to be slutty. Like, yeah, right, right. They um, needed to be a bit more slutty. I've got a friend. Um... You guys out there might know her. Peter Wilson, she she had a show in the 90s called Nikita, uh, La Femme Nikita. Uh, and it was like filmed in Canada. She was a big star in the 90s um, and she did sort of multiple appearances on Letterman. She was on the front cover of Playboy and I got to meet her because she was dating a, a really good friend of mine. And she was apparently, she never told me that she was in the Simply Irresistible clip, but she told our mutual friend that she was and I, I tried to message her to get her to um, – I, I remember sort of remembering it when we were coming up with this stuff and I was like, oh, fuck, I wonder if I can find something. Apparently it was her like her very first job was on the Simply – she was like still – she was actually 17, which is a bit gross. Um, and they, they darkened her hair because they wanted all brunettes. They wanted them all to look the same. And they, you know, put on the full-on tranny makeup and stuff. And, yeah, sure enough, she's in the clip. Um, um, I, I would still like to confirm it with her. Uh, but, yeah, we, we um, I sort of had a look. Once again, it's sort of she's uh, covered in makeup and it's like that awful kind of 80s film where it's not high res. So, um, oh, fuck, you know, to be honest, it could, it, it could be anybody. But... Um, you know, she's had such an incredible life uh, since that that um, she was in League of Gentlemen as well. Remember that one with Sean Connery? Extraordinary. Uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, sorry. Yeah. So um, she was a lot of fun, crazy chick. Um, she's in, I guess you'd say, semi-retirement. She's sort of living, I think, on the New South Wales north coast now. She's got a big property. So, um, yeah. Yeah, so that... That whole concept was done by a guy called Terence Donovan who was a photographer 
and he did all the hair and the makeup and and the whole concept of of what to put behind Robert Palmer for those videos. It was a good move for Robert Palmer because he was a suit wearer, but he wasn't as slick as you know anyone else that sort of wore a suit. It just sort of he was a bit beige for me. Well, so yeah, it was a really good move for him to put those chicks in there. Totally, you wouldn't wouldn't have watched the clip otherwise. No, much. no, yeah. uh. you know. I remember it. I remember it coming up on um, Hey Hey It's Saturday uh, when Molly yeah. when Molly brought it up when it first sort of hit the charts and them all going mental over it like you know Daryl and everybody sort of going spastic over, over the clips because um, you know here are all these hot chicks sort of dancing around looking bored and everything but yeah. There you go. Yeah, and they used to crack jokes. It was a perfect scenario for them because it was they it was quite sexual, hey hey it's Saturday when there was a hot chick, they'd go, Ooh, John Blackman was incredibly funny on that. Yeah, yeah, very quick. In that area of things. I think they actually used it as one of their promo videos. I think they did they did a spoof of it with Daryl up front as Robert Palmer and all of the band in drag and stuff as the girls as one of their promos for Hey Hey. Really? I, yeah, that, that really wow. rings a bell. That really rings a wow. bell. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember um, I remember bloody, um, you know, Red – what was his name? Fucking – Red Simons. Wilbur, Wilbur and, and Red Simons with the lipstick yeah. on, sort of, you know, trying to be hot and everything. <laughs> oh. Yeah. We'll have to yeah. look for that maybe. Yeah, track it down. Absolutely. Uh, so we got Peter. We think she's in uh, Simply Irresistible, was it? Yeah, Simply Irresistible. Yeah, Simply Irresistible. It was fucking ripped to the – ripped off everywhere you looked. Yeah. Even in America they had commercials, you know. It was such a great concept. But nothing that I fucking enjoyed that much. I was like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, great for your jazz ballet fucking routines. That's what that was great for. Yeah. So I wanted to bring up um, EJ Daly, uh, Elizabeth Daly. Now, Elizabeth Daly was in probably one video but for me as a little girl when I saw this one video I fucking loved her mm. and it was the girl from Young Turks, Rod Stewart. And she played Patty in Young Turks and we did have this song, we did uh, guess the lyrics I think a couple of episodes ago. But EJ Daly had her own uh, albums out, she had her own singles. She was in Valley Girl in the yep. 80s. yep. But I had a look into her just last minute today just because I thought, oh, I've forgotten about EJ because I do love her. She is a huge voice artist now and does Powder Puff Girls. She's done Rugrats. So she's worth a fucking fortune doing bloody um, voices, which is great. So I really enjoyed looking at her career. She has done so much stuff. She was... Patty in um, Rod Stewart's song. Beautiful looking girl, gorgeous looking girl. She did movies. But a voiceover, which has always been one of my dream jobs, was to be a voiceover for uh, movies. You know, she's done Happy Feet. She's done so. The money you make from being a voiceover in a kid's cartoon gotcha. is fucking incredible. Because you've got to have a very particular vocal quality. You've got to, you know, you've got to sound like a, 
like a child, you know. You've, you've got to sound. There, there are kind of actors out there. They, they sound. They can be grown men, but they'll sound like a teenager. Like I was amazed. Say the guys that voiced Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for years. Uh, they were grown men. Like not one of them was a teen. I think one of them out of like the four was a teenager. Otherwise, they were like grown men. Like like fathers and grandfathers and stuff. They just had that voice. Yeah, well, that's right. You have to be able to change your voice and do many characters so you yeah. can get as many jobs as you can. Yeah. But also remember what you're doing so you sound like the same character. That's I right. mean, if you haven't done Powder Puff Girls for four months, you've still got to have that vocal memory. And that's the thing about the body memory in, in these people is that their body memory is incredible because they go back into that same structure of how they did that voice where normal people forget how they sing. I know singers that sing on stage that have no fucking clue what their body memory is about and they just sing differently the whole fucking time. Like I'll sing this song this way tonight. It's like you can't do that. You have to have a body memory to keep the fatigue out of your fucking resume. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was also in – she's incredible. She's just a cute – Blonde. She was in Streets of Fire in 1984. That was a pretty cool movie. Mm-hmm. And she played the character Baby Doll. Uh, I Can Dream About You, Dan Hartman, I think, came off that soundtrack, which I loved as a kid. Uh, she was also in Bay City Blues in 1983, which was a TV show. She was in one episode. She's also been in Friends in one episode. So she yeah. skyrocketed. She went from strength to strength. And now does seminars on voiceovers and she would be worth a fortune now. Yeah, right. Fantastic. Isn't that lovely? Absolutely gorgeous girl. Yeah, yeah. And she Ah. had two singles, Mind Over Matter. Mm -hmm. She had a cup say it, I think she had as well. So she had a she's been successful, but you wouldn't really know her that well. You know what I mean? Like you probably go like people will probably have to look her up. If you know Young Turks by Rod Stewart, you're going to know who she is. Or if you know Valley Girl, you'll remember her. Mm-hmm. But these are women that behind the scenes are making a shitload of money doing things you'd least expect. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Movers and shakers. Good on them. That's great. All right. I think we're at the halfway point now. Um, we might throw to a little ad. Yeah, a little, very special got, ad. We've got a little surprise for you and we'll have a quick chat about it afterwards. Check it out, guys. Sizzler's new all-you-can-eat fresh fruit salad, hot pasta, build-your-own-tostada, bar, dinner. It's a mouthful. Sizzler. Um, the reason why we, we're doing um, a Sizzler ad is because Sizzler have uh, officially announced that they're shutting down their last remaining couple of restaurants in Australia, which is very they sad. Yeah. It is sad. Now, Absolutely. Sizzle started in Australia in 1985, and I've looked. Um, I've looked up um, some info. It started in Queensland, definitely, uh, which makes complete sense. Yes, and uh, it was like a fa- you know, 
if you kid the younger listeners, Sizzler was like a family restaurant, and it was like you could get a la carte if you wanted. It was not the reason you went there. The reason you went there was like the all you can eat fucking uh, seafood pasta salad bar. Uh, and dessert bar. It was it was fucking incredible. I think from memory it was about twenty bucks or even cheaper. Or you no, can in the eighties it would have been about five or six, babe. Oh shit, really? It, it was twenty bucks in the late late sort of two thousands because I went there. There was one in um, sort of Collingwood or Punt Road. Late two thousands. Yeah, no, two thousand ish. No. Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> 2000 it would have been 20 bucks then. <laughs> but it was there it, it wasn't it was probably 20 bucks to feed a family in the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, I we look our family used to we had one in Cairns. It was very exciting because you didn't get a lot of sort of chain restaurants and stuff stuff in Cairns and still till I started sort of hitting high school and that was sort of 80s coming into 90s. And you know, if you had like a big family and you didn't want to make a reservation, which is like fucking middle Australia and certainly our family, you'd just roll up to Sizzler and they'd always seat you and there'd be like, look, there'd be like 20 of us, you know, like girlfriends and kids and family. And this is if we'd had like a christening or something like that in the morning and then we'd sort of roll up and, you know, have brekkie or they used to have amazing breakfast as well. They used to do all-you-can-eat breakfast as well. But um, I remember, I, I so clearly remember <laughs> going there and my niece, Alex, who's only a few years younger than me, <coughs> she's about to turn 29, um, she, she was very picky with her food until she went to Sizzler and she'd fucking wow. hoe it down, mate. She'd yeah, hoe it, it down. because it was filled with fucking, filled with sugar. MSG and sugar and salt. They put sugar, sugar, the fucking shit out of it. The best stuff. And um, you know? she sort of, you know, went a bit crazy with the cakes and the ice cream and stuff and then proceeded to projectile vomit all over the table, all over the guests. Oh, no. All on their shoes, all on their jackets and it was awesome. I like went, ah, uh, who ordered the trifle? Because it's just like yeah. chunks of jelly. Oh, it was disgusting. Yeah, well, see, in Melbourne we had sizzlers, but we had a couple of others crop up like the Billabong restaurant. That was a big one. Right. Um, Smorgies. Billabong rest Smorgies. We went, we to, went Smorgies. to Smorgies once, <laughs> didn't we? We went to Tell Smorgies. Tell us about that. Yeah. We went to Smorgies as a joke. Because we thought it'd be we funny. And, Sunday and we night went, or something? That's right. Yeah, we went on a Steve, which is our, our little abbreviation, abbreviation for a stupid evening. We thought it'd be nice and invite the, the lady guests to this one. And we thought we would dress up. That's we, right. Yes. <laughs> we dressed up as bogans. I had, That's right. I had um, tracksuit pants with no undies underneath. So, you know, all the goods are just sort of flopping around on show. Lovely. I had, yeah. I had, um, oh, I can't remember what I had on. Just, you know, bogan standard clothes, you know. I remember you had, <laughs> you had an old <laughs> jumper on with like big fucking. Multicolored. Yeah, big like pills on it and stuff. Like it was all pilled, you know. like It, it was, was a, like Wish version of Koala Blue, Olivia <laughs> yeah, Newton-John's yeah. Koala Blue from Wish. 
<laughs> yeah, and you, didn't quite make it. You had your hair up in this bun that was as loose as fuck, like all oh. hair falling out of the bun and everything. And um, we were just being – and I remember Rip said that you looked like um, someone in the group of friends that had had a car accident and gotten some brain damage and we yeah, had all so done – you took me along. We had all done the right thing and stood by you. <laughs> That's right. Like That's you're a, right. You're a bit touched. You're a bit simple. But oh, we, um, and didn't we? It we fu- went berserk. It fucking backfired, remember? It was inedible. There was not one yeah. thing that yeah. was any good. That's right, yeah. And that's right, we did. We had a bit of magic puff, the dra- <laughs> magic dragon. Oh, <laughs> my God. And we were hungry. We were hungry. Well, I remember um, the ex was at that one and she had – remember she had a pregnant belly? Yeah, we put a belly – yeah, put a belly on it. She had a pregnant belly and she was standing out the front smoking and people were, oh, that's <laughs> – that is a disgrace. Disgusting. Like walking past. And she's like, fuck off. Like because we were all yeah, in character. Yeah, yeah. Remember we were in character. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then she was winking at all the pricks in yeah, the restaurant. Yeah, that's right. Can't get pregnant twice, guys. So. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious until we got but sick. But it was very, very uh, – you couldn't eat it. It was shocking. Oh, yeah, we, we did. We stopped at the Burvale, did we? we were gonna the go. Burvale? We were going to go for Fuck. a drink afterwards and then we got as far as the Burvale and Maddie had to run Fuck. inside and spew and he was in there for fucking ages vomiting. It was it was um it was disgusting. It was really disgusting. I, I Jesus can see Christ. and see this is the thing with Sizzler. Same thing with Sizzler. They just couldn't um there was no the, the they couldn't uphold the quality control with how popular no. they were. Fucking getting yeah. meals out and everything. They just couldn't uphold yeah. the quality control. And I think I think they went through a really bad run because there was one in Tawong in Brisbane where they found rat pellets. They found fucking rat sack in one of the meals, in one of the fucking salads or something. Has these Actually, green Actually, that is documented. Yeah. That is documented. You're yeah. right. Yep. Has these green fucking rat sack pellets. Can you fucking believe it? Unbelievable. And it all went del- downhill from there. I mean, imagine the health department coming in every month. Those Pricks would have been running around like crazy. Oh, mate. Oh, so full on. I, and I, I don't think in those days the health department was as on it as what they are now either. No, no. But look, they were in those days a lot more lenient with the chain restaurants. They, yeah, were, they, a lot, were. they were a lot harder on the kind of smaller guy because the chain restaurants had bloody slip them a bit of money. You know, but the smaller yeah, right. the smaller restaurants, the smaller sort of you know um, one one shop family restaurants didn't they didn't have that resource you know, and so they would get hit hard. But yeah, buddy, they got Sizzler in the end. Well, no one goes to them anymore, and I think now that aren't the buffets going to be like gotten rid of because of COVID now? Is yeah. that the new rule, ruling? Yeah. Well, it'll be so very different. Sizzler's gone. Yeah. There's yeah. That, uh, there, there is that really high quality. Have you ever been to the conservatorium? The conservatory. I've Sorry, the conservatory there. at Crown. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, with the, with the Jews, yep. Jewish wow. Havana Moon were there every week. Wow. Yeah. That's like the buffet in heaven. I think I actually took there. That's the buffet I think I took Maddie there for his birthday. It's incredible. It's incredible. Seafood, 
You cannot fault a, a single meal on that buffet. It's incredible. It's not right. cheap. It's not fucking cheap. No. It's like, what is it? It's 100 bucks a head or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's fucking phenomenal food. It's incredible. But, yeah, I oh, look, I can't see them kind of doing it in that format anymore. You know, they might continue yeah, as an right. a la carte, but I can't see buffets really uh, bouncing back anytime soon. No. Especially what at a Old shame. Crown. Yeah, what a shame. All right. Fuck. I gave well, it's it going to fuck up a lot of Crown restaurants because they're all over the shop there. Yeah. Crown is, of course, a, um, a, a massive casino in Fucking Melbourne for old. anybody out of town. But there you go. Anyway, we're looking into Sizzler. Uh, you know, Vale Sizzler, you'll be missed by many families. A lot of, lot of family uh, memories at good old Sizzler, especially for the, the uh, garlic bread. Remember the cheese toast? Yeah. Br- bring out yep. the cheese toast at the beginning and the, and the pumpkin soup. Remember that? Anyway, yeah. Um, R.I.P. Sizzler. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, and we, from investigating this, we looked into food. So we're going to do an episode on food within a couple mm. of weeks. Food from the 80s. Might yeah. sound boring. It's fucking fascinating. So wait for that one, guys. Well, the reason we're doing it as well is we just did a Patreon episode of Fish and Chips in the 80s. That's right. And different shopping centres and everyone's fucking loved it. Jumped on board and got, oh, my God, that's the funniest Patreon episode. Some people have got that episode. Other people are still on episode three or four. But it was a funny episode because it was just what we ate in the 80s and it was interesting. Yeah. We're talking about shopping. That was the theme. We got on to fish and chips somehow. And I, I don't know. I think it's just food and memories of food and going out as a family, as a kid. and Because they, I guess they surround um, – Special events, not not just sort of big special events like birthdays and fucking weddings and stuff, but like Saturday night, hey kids, let's get takeaway. So, you know, like the, the whole f- attachment with food and you have a very emotional kind of attachment to to food, people do, you know. Absolutely. So it's, it's um, yeah. fun to look back and you wait till you see what we've got to bring to the food episode. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you, you could do a whole episode on, like, ice cream alone. It's, it's the, yeah, the you nos- could. The nostalgia is incredible. So yeah, if you're in absolutely. for it, guys, stay in touch for that one. Absolutely. Beautiful. Let's get back onto the video vixens. Video vixens. All right. Well, let's have a look at. Michael Jackson film clips. Michael Jackson Mm. film clips, he was sort of – Michael would be famous for, you know, having these video vixens in his clips and popping them up the front and I guess part of it was making him look like a sort of young, virile, straight man, you know? Mm. Mm. That's right. Um, And one of them in particular was Ola Ray. Ola Ray was in Thriller. And you would know Ola from Thriller. Remember they were in the car together. Um, you know, they're watching the, they're watching the movie. Uh, you know, it's an old 50s movie. They're in the car together. Michael turns into the fucking werewolf cat, werewolf. cat monster, whatever it is, and fucking chases her. And then they cut to the cinema and they're actually – it's the same two actors, Michael and Ola, and they're sitting in the cinema watching this film. And Michael's in the amazing sort of red – is he, is he in a red fucking outfit? No, oh, oh, everyone's seen the video, but she was a bit of a freak nut, this one. 
I think. Yeah. Michael initially he had some reservations about her. It was John Landis that wanted to put her in. Uh, she's got she's very softly spoken and do, do you want to take me to the movies? You know, she's got a little... She was softly spoken until she had a cock in her mouth. Oh, God. And then she couldn't speak because... That's um, right. Uh, but she was actually like a play uh, uh, penthouse pet or something, wasn't she? Yeah, she did porn. She did porn? She did porn. Okay. And that's why Michael didn't want her in the video. Right. Because that, that's such a bad thing, you know, you've, I mean, the, fucking hell. The press didn't get hold of it, but, you know, there was this little porn playboy. Yeah, she did Playboys and Penthouse and all that shit, but she did do a little bit of porn. How they, that, dare she? Yeah, so it wouldn't have been great for the kids to know that. How dare she have sex and get filmed and make money for it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't find her that interesting. Well, she's not I a very just, good actress. No, she wasn't, and she was just a bit boring. Well, she had a great scream. She had a great scream. And it makes me want to say to John Landis, how do you know? How do you know she's got a great scream? You filthy, dirty bastard. Yeah, that's right. You probably watched her pornos, you know. That sounds a bit sus to me. Yeah. It does sound a little bit sus. Yeah. But she she became huge from it. But I've looked at some stuff. She's a little bit of a freak. She Isn't went off the rails. She did go off the rails. She had a lot of problem with drugs and stuff after that, which is a shame because you know she's very she's very fresh faced in the clip and she oh, does butter wouldn't melt in her fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a sh- you know it's an awful shame when you hear that about somebody. Um, but there was another was one, Michael. Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, no. I was just going to say. I googled video vixens, yeah. and I was quite disappointed with what they actually had there as mm. an example of a video vixen. I don't really think I would call her a vixen. I would call her a fucking actress or whatever. But I was a bit disappointed with what they could not remember. It seems to me like these people are writing this stuff that really didn't live in the eighties. They're a lot younger. Because I wouldn't have looked at Michael Jackson and gone, oh, that's a video vixen, you know? Yeah. That's just my opinion, but I never fucking thought she was incredible. Yeah. Or, you know, like, she actually got in the way of, you know, she was just part of the the fucking horror movie or whatever it was. Well, one that I did think was was incredible and she, like, she's very, oh, she's very memorable for me. Wasn't Ola Ray. But it was Tatiana Thompson. Remember from the way you make me feel film clip? Yeah. 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 Well, I thought she was more, like she was a lot more interesting than Ola was. Oh God, yeah. Absolutely you know, gorgeous girl. They were like Michael and Jermaine. Yeah. yeah, and but was she a bit of a fruit nut as well? Uh well. You may remember her from the clip, everyone out there, the way you make me feel. Michael's sort of following you down the street and getting kind of coaxed on by his mates to kind of ask this girl out and stuff. And she's not really interested. So she's sort of walking away from him and trying to get away from him in the streets and stuff. And um, she's lost, you know, she's in the alleys and she doesn't know where she's going. And Michael's dancing around her and pretty much the same as what he's doing in th- <laughs> with Thriller. Um, That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, except that he doesn't turn into a zombie. But um, 
and an interesting thing, Latoya appears as one of the friends. So, so Tatiana's character um, is referring to these girls on the street and they're all like, going, nah, go and suck him off. Like, nah, go, you get in there and suck him yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. And go um, on, and, try and, it. Yeah, go, no, just one suck or two sucks and you, no. And um, one of them is Latoya. <laughs> I, they weren't saying that. But, yeah, one of, them, one of them was Latoya. So she can be seen in the clip. Would but, have been more interesting if they were. <laughs> God. Anyway, Michael sort of based that clip on uh, West Side Story, which um, he, yeah. he used to love. He was addicted to that. Um, anyway, Tatiana would go on tour with Michael and she would – she only went on tour for this moment. She went on the bad yeah. tour and she only went on tour for this moment. So, you know, she had a banging bod. She was tiny, tiny, tiny. Very, very skinny. No boobs. Very, very tiny little waist, you know. Beautiful little body. Um and she made she looked tall on screen, which made Michael look tall because Michael wasn't tall. We all think Michael's mm. tall because he was skinny, but he, he wasn't tall. No, he wasn't that tall. No. Anyway, um, so yeah, she'd be out the back, fucking, I don't know, doing whatever, waiting for a moment during during uh, the the bad tour, and then when they'd play "Way You Make Me Feel," she'd come out and she'd walk up and down the stage. Recreating the film clip, yeah? Anyway, for some reason, I think somebody encouraged her to... They'd come in close. They'd come in close in one, like at the very end of the stage performance as if Michael was going to kiss her, right? And I think somebody backstage had said to her, oh, my God, the crowds are really loving it. Put a bit more into it and go for the romance, yeah? Like, because the crowd are really loving it. And I think it might have even been somebody on Michael's team because there may have been a bit of, contra- you know, gay talk or fucking something about Michael. And so they well, wanted her... there was a her, speculation around Michael, yeah. Yeah. They wanted her to sort of put a bit more into the performance to get people's tongues wagging, basically. So, um, she... On this one particular night, she, Michael came in and she reached forward and kissed him. And he kissed her back. They had this big pash on stage. And the crowd went fucking mental, you know. She got backstage and Freddie DeMann apparently went crazy at her. Went spastic at her. And, um, really? yeah, was calling her a troublemaker and blah, blah, blah. And she, subse- she, she subsequently got kicked off the tour. Right. Apparently, Freddie was very, very protective, um, and uh, she's done a doco. She's, she's. If you want to look this up, she's done a yeah, doco. Yeah, she has. <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, she, I mean, she sort of goes to the extent that her and Michael were at the beginnings of dating. having a romance. Yeah, they were they were dating, yeah. and that she was she got along with Michael's mum really well. She had sort of gotten the approval of Michael's mum to sort of, you know, move ahead. And that's why she felt sort of bold enough to um, reach forward and, and kiss him on stage. Like, oh, his mum's not going to mind and blah, blah, blah. Michael was, would have been still living at home at that stage, I imagine. And, um, and there is nothing worse than going after someone that you don't know how to hit on. 
Yeah. Like she would have been in this whole headspace of, oh, my God, I'm sure he wants me, he wants me, but yeah. I know he's shy. How am I going to? But, mate, if they're not into you, they're not into you. No. No, that's right. No one's ever that shy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. From we used to think that in the 80s. What I can gather, Michael's sort of female relationships in the 80s, it was always the ladies that were doing the talking, though. You know, like they, they were always the ones sort of, you know, I guess pushing him into it, you know. I guess mm. being being sort of forthright. So maybe mm. she thought she'd have some luck, but it wasn't lucky. So there you go, Tatiana Thompson. She's still around. She's still... um. And she's looked after herself as well. I think she still looks hot, even though she's of well, a certain age. Well, the best thing about her was her hair. Yeah, yeah. It was a stage where everyone started getting their curling ones out and curling their hair to look like her. The length, the actual curl, it brought on this whole new... That's why Latoya looked so great in the video because she had a sort of a, himla, a similar hairstyle. Yeah. But Latoya was a fucking video vixen as well. She did many a videos. Yeah. That I'm sure she did one with um, Michael and fucking Paul McCartney. Wasn't yeah. she in that? She was in, was it Say 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 or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like isn't she the, one of the little girls in that? And mm, possibly. Like with the, but, yeah, no, she, she definitely started hitting the, the Vixen area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mm. All right, baby. But I do love her. I think she's incredible. But uh, something you looked at and you went, wow, her hair's amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm going to look at now, I've looked at a couple. I want to look just quickly at, um, oh, God, what's her name? Fucking Lisa Vanderpump. Fantastic. What a good one. Lisa Vanderpump. Well, I was a little bit intrigued by her because she looked so rich and glamorous and she was in this ABC video and she gets you know, they put a glass over her. So it was quite a clever video mm. and she did a whole rap. And, I mean, now she's a fucking nightmare. But when she was in the ABC video, And she was in two of their I videos. Kind of, she was in uh, yeah, yeah. Poison Arrow and Man Trap. Man Trap was a movie. So Man Trap was like all the videos put together. Ah. And it was because ABC had a lot of um, instrumental kind of stuff they used to do in between their albums. Mm. So they did this movie. So she actually gets credited for being an actor in this man trap. But that's where the video Poison Arrow comes from. So that's part of the man trap sort of thing. So it goes into this jazz club and she's the love interest or whatever or she's someone at the bar. But that fabulous rap that everyone remembers with ABC is incredible. Mm. You know, I know I could never love you, you know, that kind of that stuff. But I found her intriguing. Now, she's born a day before me actually. She's a Virgo, fucking huge, 15th of September 1960. So she's 10 years younger than me. So I would have been 10 years younger looking at her at this stage thinking, gee, I wonder how she got that job. But she was a model. She's ten was years younger than you. Yeah, you'd swear she was older, even though she's sort of glamorous and stuff. You'd sorry, swear sorry, she's sorry. Nineteen sixty. She's, oh, she's ten years older. older. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. The other younger. Yeah. Yeah. She's older, but I was <laughs> younger, looking at her, going, "I wonder how you get a job doing that." Because I loved ABC as well. Now, our l- younger listeners, of course, would know Lisa from 
are the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. Yeah. She was in – she had her own show, Vanderpump Rules, as well. It's mm. like a reality mm. show. Um, and because her husband's a restaurateur and they've got they've got restaurants in London and LA and all around the world, yeah? Yeah, I, I loved her. I don't love her as much now but I loved her in those videos. I thought she was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not um, the only video clip that she's done. She did um, – she was in Gaga's clip just recently. She was in um, – which one was it? GUI. She was in the oh, cargo was clip. she? Yeah, yeah, that's right. A couple yeah. of the um, a couple of the desperate housewives were in it. Not desperate housewives, fucking real housewives were in it. And yeah. um, she was in another eighties band called Naked Eyes. Naked Eyes, yeah. 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 So yeah, so gorgeous Julian, chick, very glamorous back in the day. Yeah, Julian Temple actually did that film, mm-hmm. The Man Trap. Yeah. In nineteen eighty three, who's you know she's punk filmmaker. Yeah. He's renowned for being amazing. So that was like I had a look at Man Trap and it was a little bit long and boring for me, but I totally got what they were doing. It was when they were trying to make movies out of videos. Yeah. Michael Jackson was the first to sort of start that. Mm. Obviously with the, the one we were just talking about, Thriller. Yeah. Well, the first uh, to sort of be so big with it, you know. Yeah. Exactly, like they went for 12 minutes, nine minutes, you know, and we never saw that ever when Mm -hmm. we were kids and it was like, Jesus Christ, what's this, a movie? Yeah. It was very confusing when you first saw it. Yeah. Uh, When you went, what's he doing? Why why isn't the music starting yet? Yeah. We loved it in the end. They wouldn't just create the visual for the music, they'd create the entire universe and and the, the song would just sit in there somewhere. Pretty amazing. Mm. Mm. What else do you got? Uh, she was a child star. She was, she was, she was actually a, a child star. She used to do a lot of acting in London when she was a little girl. So, um, so what was she in as oh, a kid? Fuck, do you know? I can't remember. I mm. don't know. I don't remember anything. I read that too and I was like, where the fuck have you been? Was she in the Mickey Mouse Club? What the fuck did she do? You well, know? She could have done theatre. She could have done anything. Yeah, but that's not – I'd don't. i never heard of her before Poison Arrow. Oh, well, no. That, no, that was her sort of big – I tried first looking re- for stuff. Pop culture reference point. And I was point. like – Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I was like, yeah, I was a child actor too, you know. Like yeah. I, don't, I didn't actually find anything that I could pick up on her. Yeah, yeah. She was more a very glamorous lady to me and I never – I couldn't even imagine her being a kid to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Fantastic. Now, um, do you know much about Paulina Poroskova? Um, I know that she was in the Cars videos but she's been a supermodel for years. Yeah, she was a super – I I knew her as a supermodel. I, I sort of loved, yeah. you know, growing up as a lad, used to love the, the supermodels and all that kind of thing and, and um, yeah, absolutely gorgeous chick. Um, you mentioned that she was the chick from the drive. Did you say drive? She was in the drive video. Yeah, clip. yeah. We've talked about her before when he died. Remember? Yeah, yeah. That's right. And she's the one in the drive video. Yeah, that's that's where they met. That's right. Her and Rick Okasek, uh, yeah. who who we talked about before, did a whole episode around Rick from um, Cars. Mm. Yeah, yeah. 
Gorgeous chick. Um, as I say, she was a, a supermodel. Still stunning. She's 55 now. Um, yeah. She was big from Sports Illustrated. So Sports Illustrated like, was a big 80s phenomena, um, launching a lot of those faces. Uh, bloody Al McPherson was one, you know. Uh, Rachel Hunter was Sports Illustrated. Christy Brinkley as well. They, they sort of... The, the Sports Illustrated models, I, I guess, had a bit – they were still very thin but they were a bit more rounded. They weren't like skeletal, you know. Um, they looked healthy. They were voluptuous. They were sporty, you know. They had a bit of muscle tone and so forth. And, um, yeah, I, I clearly remember her from Sports Illustrated. I used to love those girls. Um, yeah, see, I'd, I only remember her as a cat mock model. I can't even picture her on Sports Illustrated because she was quite flat-chested. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was on the uh, judging panel for uh, America's Next Top Model as well. She she did that for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sort of uh, this and that. Um, she was on – she was on Dancing with the Stars as well, which um, – Lisa Vanderpump was on as well. But um Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, Pauline Poroskova. So so She was in some movies as well, I think. She was in some f- movies that I vaguely remember. I always get her mixed up with Stephanie Seymour. They remember she was yeah, Axel Rose's nah. girlfriend. They they looked quite yeah, similar November back in the Rain. day. Yeah, she was in the November Rain film clip. They looked yes. very similar. Mm. Yeah. Paulina, I think she was only really in Drive. This is another one of those Google things that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. I don't really see her as a video vixen. I think she was just in one video and sort of did nothing after it. There wasn't much there after it. Yeah, yeah. And I, when I Googled it, I went, I don't agree. I mean, yeah, look, she's in Drive, the video, but it's not like she took her top off or fucking she was – she just – she was in the video as – an extra thing, but she didn't make the video, you know. The, the song was incredible. I really thought it, she, well, not she made it, but definitely the definitely the clip sort of focused on her. Yeah, I've always found him way too interesting to be overshadowed. Oh, really? I actually found him quite unique looking and I always think of him when I think of the cars where White Snake I think of Tawny, you know. But when I think of the cars, I think of um, that Rick, Rick. haircut he has. Rick, yeah. So I was a bit like, yeah, I'd probably pick others that were a little bit better. See, his sort of focus and his energy is like just completely pointing towards her. You know what I mean? You can tell that if they weren't already, if there wasn't already something going on that, you know, he was going to make a break for it soon after. Because um, in the clip, he's he's completely sort of focused on her. She's like the muse of the clip, you know. Now, um, you know, you talked about the, I guess the <clears throat> the Australian perspective of video vixens. Um, mm. NXS always had a lot of awesome chicks in their clips. They weren't obviously doing the whole bloody treating them like strippers and all that kind of thing. But they were known for having standout sort of women in their in their clips. 
um, more so in the nineties. But who was um, who was Michael's girlfriend, Michelle? She was in a few of his clips, wasn't she? Can you remember his girlfriend, Michelle? Michelle was in to look at you and nervous when they're around the table. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I think it's to look at you. It might not be to look at you. It might be. Don't I don't know. Isn't there isn't there a girl in Never Tear Us Apart? No. Yeah, but like, who remembers her? Yeah. She was sort of like someone you'd like. She was yeah in Prague. I thought she would have been a Prague model. That I thought chick. that was Michelle, but it can't have been because it's not the right. That was in '87, so it can't have been her. Michelle, he left in the very early years. He did, but they stayed friends and talked right the way through. Like when he was with Kylie, when he was with Helena, she'd be. She was the one that sort of didn't give up on him, and and you know she'd always be in contact. He'd always sort of refer back to her, and she, I guess, is known. I don't know. She, I guess, is known. It, it depends on who you listen to. His sister often says that um, Michelle was like the love of his life. But I don't know if that's just like having a swipe at Paula Yates or, or what because they hated Paula. Yeah, I, she, she could have been because they kept in contact and she did break it off mm. because she couldn't handle the, the whole fame thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe respect. I her used for that. to hang out with a video vixen when I was about eighteen, nineteen. Because around that age in Melbourne, there was a lot of stuff like Max Q happening. There was yeah. a lot of video stuff happening in Melbourne. So a friend of mine, Cosy, who I used to spend a lot of time with, was in Max Q videos. She actually married the manager of Inexcess. Mm. They met, but Cosy was um, a Kylie Minogue dancer. She was in the Locomotion. And it's not really vixeny what they do in that commercial, but she was definitely in like um, a lot of the Australian videos as a dancer, you know, yeah. someone that would make them look great. Yeah. And I remember thinking, wow, what an exciting job to have, you know. She'd be like, oh, I've just done an Ian Moss video today, darling, and I've just, I'm just going to boil some rice. Like it was just a no-brainer for her. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of these girls in Australia were on Dolly magazine. It was quite interesting. You'd think, oh, where have I seen her before? And I'm pretty sure Helen from – and I've tried to look up on Helen with Wawane and I couldn't find anything about her. So this is just a memory-based situation where I couldn't find anything about her but she was fucking stunning. Yeah, and they had a couple of hookers. They had a couple of strippers in that video because it was filmed at Steve Williams's house in Sydney ah. on a rooftop. And I looked into uh, him being interviewed, and they had a couple of strippers, and then they had Helen, and Helen was stunning. And if you read Stimulation Wawane and you go down and read what people have written under the YouTube, it's all about Helen. Yeah, you know? fantastic. No one can remember her name. Rebecca De Mornay was another one I liked. She was one that didn't do much videos, but she was in Sarah, Starship That's right. Sarah. That's right. And I just loved the innocence of her. Like I used to look at it as a kid and go, oh, she's so lovely and sort of Snow White-ish almost. Yeah. Fuck, I hate that song. And that was – I hate the song, but I thought she was great in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, not a sex – Fiend or anything, but I mean, she certainly had a career in acting. So 
there were two sort of scenarios. There was a scenario of getting an actor that would come in and do it or chicks that took off and did, you know, one video and then went all over the place. Well, see, if they did get actresses that I think they would be better, I think they would be better the clips because essentially you're looking at um, for the for the for the video vixen, it's the role of a silent film. You know, it's a, you're being a silent film star, so you're having to do all of that. I guess um, acting and all that emotional projection just through visual. Like, so there's no script or fucking whatever. You got to tell the story through your eyes. So you've you've got to be a very good actor to be sort of, I guess, memorable or, or at least sort of have something compelling about you that 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 energy is just sort of coming through your eyes. So I can absolutely um, see Rebecca De Mornay, even if she didn't have any lines to read, being incredible in that clip. She was um, she was in uh, Risky Business with Tom Cruise, yeah. remember? She was fucking yeah. amazing she in that. She was a big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she, I think in the 90s, she was in... Um, the hand that rocks the cradle. Remember that? Yeah. Bloody lo- I love her. There was just something about her. And I think that's with a lot of these chicks that we saw in music videos, you did learn about yourself even. Like you kind of went, wow, what do I like about that chick that I can put into my own personality? It was that sort of same vibe, you know, when you were a little girl, you'd look up at it and go, wow, why do I like this chick? Yeah, you know? yeah. Now, um, Prince had a lot of video vixens in his clips. Yes, Um, absolutely. Prince sort of, I guess, would go a lot further in terms of this. He would not only put the chick in his his bloody clip, he would write songs for her, send her to dancing lessons and, you know, record with them and actually release them as an artist. You know what I mean? He would go the whole hog. Um, sometimes it was more successful than others. Um, you know, Prince would sort of form these uh, obsessions with these gorgeous girls, and uh, yeah, some of them, some of them had it, and some of them didn't. One of them that certainly did have it, and I think it was her first decent gig. I think it was her f- one of her first decent uh, acting gigs was Kristen Scott Thomas. You know, Kristen Scott Thomas from Four Weddings and a Funeral. She was in The English Patient as well, which was an um, Oscar-nominated film. You know, uh, Kristen Scott Thomas? It was no. her first. Um, the, the film what video was she in? She was in the video clip to what was the big single from Under the Cherry Moon? Boys and Girls? No. So, so under the cherry moon was like a, like a, um, like a musical film like Purple Rain, and she was in that. That was her first it's shit, huh? Oh, it's, oh, it's terrible. It's shit. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. shocking. But it, yeah. it's in black and white as well. Um, that was Kristen Scott Thomas's first feature film. Was that one? Uh, which video clip was it that she was in from from that as well? Because the soundtrack was Parade. Yeah, well, I I mean, Kiss came off that. There was Boys and Girls. There was mm, another... It wasn't Kiss. It another w- Lover. It was something sort of lifted directly out of the film, but I can't remember what it is now. But um, 
Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas, you would never. She's she's sort of a beautifully spoken, well trained English actress. Mika and I saw her in London um, playing the Queen in a stage show called not the meeting. The meeting or the in- – not the meeting or the interview, but it's basically the stage play that the film The Queen is based on, the one that Helen Mirren won an Oscar for. Right. Uh, and when when the stage show went from the West End to Broadway, they continued uh, – Helen Mirren played it in London, obviously, and then when it went to Broadway, she went and played it over there, but they continued the production on the West End and Kristen Scott Thomas stood in and did it. And she was fucking incredible because uh, she plays the Queen from like a – you know, from when she was um, – became the Queen right the way through, right the way through to now. So she plays her at all different ages. And um, oh, Mika and I sort of embarrassed ourselves and 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 ran back to stage door and <laughs> had a chat to her and shit after the show. It's wow. like yeah, like so far, like oh, we we do that if we love a show. Yeah. Was Isabella Rosalini in the cherry under the cherry moon, or am I having a nightmare? Um, I don't think so. It's Isabella it, it, Rosalini. That's actually Kristen Scott Thomas that you're thinking of, babe. She looks okay, she looks right. like her. She looks right, like her. Okay. That whole look that Isabella Rosalina oh, has. Oh, okay, yes. I've got her in my head now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually Kristen Scott Thomas. You would never think I could not believe that when I found that out. You would never think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um Prince for me was more about proteges. Yeah. But if I was to name a video vixen, I would probably put Kat in that scenario. Ah, uh, yeah. Kat yes. from Sign of the Times who yes. was his dancer. Yeah. Oh, they were just a different thing though. Prince was like a whole industry in himself. That's right. You know what I mean? It just felt... Like it was another world Prince, with Prince, Prince World, and he had this yeah. whole scenario. Prince World was a separate universe. I reckon and I remember Diamonds and Pearls but they were more 90s or whatever. But, um, you know, he used to who, – who was that other fucking chick that he had? Carmen Electra. Carmen uh, Electra yeah. was one of his fucking video vixens. Yeah. You know, he, and she used to – she came out and did her own singles she, Yeah, stuff. she recorded with him and shit I think. Yeah, yeah, he recorded with her, Alicia Ferrello. She was in the original lineup of Pussycat Dolls. Because um, Pussycat, yeah. Pussycat Dolls used to be um, like a cabaret show. It used to be like a, a fucking, you know, one strip up from a, a strip fucking routine. And it was like a cabaret yeah. show. And they were called the Pussycat yeah. Dolls. They were really famous in LA. Um, yeah, and, I think it was her thing. Yeah, and you would go. She, yeah, she sort of fronted it for a while. Um, then the Pussycat, they were like, "Oh, great!" They had the idea of the leftovers. Yeah, they had the they had the idea of um, re- releasing original music under that name because they had that brand built up, and they did it. And fucking rest is history. Fucking Pussycat dolls. And Nicole Scherzinger by that stage and fucking Carmen Electra had dropped out by that stage. But, yeah, she was a Prince um, – she was a Prince protege, wasn't she? Uh. Yeah, so they were kind of a separate universe to me, like you say. I never looked at them as 
I mean, they were video vixens, but they were kind of Prince's bitches, you know, like no one else got a look in. If you worked for Prince, you, you worked for no one else. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think. Exactly. You know. Well, I guess you were kind of in a way you were – you either had to be loyal to him. If you worked for anybody else, you'd never work with him again or um, you became so overexposed from working with Prince that you, you could only be seen as that person, you know. You could only be seen in that context. A little bit of stereotyping, yeah, and, and, and no, and no one really overshadowed Prince. Unfortunately, they could have done what they wanted to do, mm. but you would not have got like I. I can only just remember that girl you're talking about. Uh, I remember Kristen Scott sister Thomas a lot more. Yeah, just remember her. Yep, she's. Like in, I really had to think about. She's it. an English patient. She got a um, Golden Globe and Oscar nomination for English Patient. She was in Horse Whisperer with Robert Redford. Uh, she was yeah. in Gosford Park. She was in um, Four Weddings and a Funeral. Fuck yeah, she's incredible, yep. babe. She's incredible. Yeah, but not a video vixen to me. Mm, okay. Not interesting enough. Well, she is I to me. Well, that's just my opinion. She is to me that's just and my that's opinion. why yeah. I brought her up. Yeah. No, that's good. It's good to have different ones. Yeah. Um, for um, the life of me, I can't remember the fucking name of the stage show that we saw. Um, fucking who cares? Uh, yeah, lovely. I think that's it. I think that's our show, isn't it? Yeah. Fantastic. Interesting. Fantastic. Um, I've had a little thought in amongst all of that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Dolly Magazine, yeah? Yeah. Let's do a Patreon episode where we just read old Dolly Doctors out from the 80s. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, up for it. I'll come over. We'll fucking read them out when I can come over in a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, we've done it before on one of the shows. Did we read we Dolly do Doctors again. out? Of course we did. I fucking brought it to the table. Did you? Dolly Doctor, we did. We did a we whole did... episode of Dolly Doctor, did we? Not a whole episode, but we've done it before in a, in a commercial, in one of our episodes, yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Let's we read do it a, out. Let's do a whole episode yeah. of Dolly Doctors. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. What do you reckon? I love it. Let's do a whole episode on fucking ice creams. Lovely. Let's do a whole episode on a lot of things. Yeah. Fantastic. And bring in your, like, give us, look, we've missed a lot of video vixens. I'm sure there's people sitting there going, what about this chick? What about this chick? What about this chick? It's so hard. There were so many of them. Yeah, gotcha. if you've. Feel like we've missed one? Give us a fucking right into to the website. Yeah, right into the website, the80smontage.com. You can reach us on our social media as well, or on Facebook and Insta, obviously. Uh, now, if you do want an episode written about something that you're really passionate about, our friend Danielle, she's got two in the bag. She got another one coming as well. We'll tell you about that one down the track. But she is very passionate about sort of writing about her, you know, 80s, the things that she was obsessed with back then, which is great. So let us know about it, guys, and we'll um, we'll explore it in an episode coming soon. Uh, if you want to... If you love the show, please like, review, rate and subscribe. Give us a great rating, five stars. Write a little review, especially if you're on iTunes. If you're listening on um, on iTunes, that would be wonderful. Really helps us with our ratings. Good on you. Now, of course, it's possible to come on board as a Patreon 
on patreon.com. You can join up as a subscriber for as little as a dollar a month. Amazing. You get all kinds of extra stuff. There's all different tiers, but for $10 a month, you get these awesome extra episodes that we were just talking about. And they're piss funny. We have a lot of fun with our Patreon episodes. Uh, so come on board, guys. I know times are tump- tough, but, you know, that's that's change that you'd lose in the street, isn't it? On your fucking that's two, right. two hours of ep- uh, exercise in lockdown, isn't it? Mate, the podcasts are the most incredible things to walk to, Right. I just want to give a shout out to Wentworth, number three in America on Netflix at the moment. Fantastic. Big shout out. Love that fucking shit. A lot of it. I want to say hi to America. Fucking God bless America. You've been having gone through a lot of shit this week. And I also want to give a shout out to a podcast that I'm listening to at the moment, Casey Kasem's Top 40. Fantastic. Love it. Ah, brilliant. Love it. Ah, cool. So much information. I'm walking along and I'm hearing stuff that I haven't heard or that I can't remember and it's incredible. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. I I went for a jog today and I listened to a podcast today. I listened to this. What did you listen to? I listened to a geeky one. It's called It's called 100 Things You Should Know in Life or some shit like that. Let me have a look. It's it's geeky wow. stuff. I don't know if you'd be <laughs> I don't know if you'd be into it. It's sort of um, obscure stuff, like if you want to know how to build a car, they talk about how to build a car. If you want to know all about fucking serial killers throughout history, they'll talk all about serial killers. It's just like it's completely random but um, very highly factual, unlike our show. <laughs> very highly factual. They're, they're um, um, yeah, they're, they, they could probably have a little bit more fun. You know, mm-hmm. but um, interest, mm-hmm. interesting nonetheless. They're nerds. Are they? So what did they teach you today? What was the episode today? So, uh, surrogacy, which is something I'm really inter- interested in at the moment. So, okay. um, yeah, like the science behind, yeah, <laughs> surrogacy, like the ins and outs of that. I know <laughs> I know it sounds random, but it's sort of presented in in a really interesting way. Podcasts are incredible, aren't they? Like there's just there's shit that you wouldn't find in any other medium. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And remember we've got a gig coming up March the 6th at the Wedge in Sale. Get your tickets now. We're just about out of lockdown in Melbourne. Well, we will maybe stage 4 lockdown. Mm. So you can start Getting your tickets for that and we'll see you very soon. Fantastic. Good on you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. See you, Bubba. Bit of a long show but it probably had to be. Hey, see you, Bubba. Bye. See you, Bubba. Bye. See you next week. (laughs) If it's music mateys or cool Cool shit shit from from the the 80s, 80s. we're going to talk about it. Unreal. Unreal. Unreal.